0: Welcome back, Rabbi Doctor Eliezer Brat. As we continue our series on Rav Chaim Kanievsky's Sfarim, and this one is going to be a bit different in the sense that I think we've come to one of Rav Chaim's Sfarim that's going to take quite a few podcast episodes to really go through well, and that's the safer Derech Emuna. And I mentioned in the past that Rav Chaim has on his Caver. He's called the Baal Darech I don't know the history for that, but that's what it says on his caver. So I would assume that that was a safer that was especially chaviv in his eyes. It was certainly, well, will we will tell us what it is? It's basically a full fledged Mishneh Brura, Bir Halacha, Shara Tion style safer on the Rambam Hilchazrayim. And that's what we want to talk about today. And it's interesting because Mishnai, the Mishnayim, are learning going through the Mesechtas and Mesecht Rayim. So it's very interesting for those that are learning Mishnayis as well. And we're looking forward to this. We're going to start now with just an introduction to Derech which Rabbi Brat has already told me is going to be at least two parts. We're going to go through, like we've done in the past when we discussed the Sfarim and the Mesechtas, we've gone through a history of how the Limur was learned through the generations, when the Rishaynim were written, how they developed, and the Achreinim. So that will focus on in this first part, the Rishenim and through the 1880s, and then the next part will be from the 1880s and on through the 1900s until we get to Dere which was published in the early 1980s. So with that Hagdama, Rabbi Eliezer, how are you today? And before you start, I just want to read, as has become our minute. I don't like this a because if no one sends emails, I'm going to be in trouble. But we got a, some nice, nice messages, and I want to read a couple of them before we begin. I know Rabbi Brud is very humble, so please bear with us. So somebody writes, an old friend of yours, he says, he's an old chavr of yours from Yeshiva Shar HaTorah. He says, it's good to hear from you again after all these years. He says, even then, you were the safer sage. So I'm really enjoying the shurim on Chaim Svarim. I listened to six already. He says, he stumbled upon them visiting Aldaf Yereda. your yeda. The word you like to use, your yeda, is truly amazing. I proudly tell people I know you from Yeshiva Shar Hatera. try to make Musar part of my learning on my commute to work. I feel these qualify. These, he says, he feels these qualify as Musar learning. Okay, Musar Shmuzin as well. They bring us closer to the ways of the G'dayle Yisrael. So, thank you for that. Very interesting one. He says, I love you, on oldaf he says, I just left the business world to go back to Kylo. Wow. Maybe on all of us, we should have the opportunity to go back to Kylo. Um And he says, he's looking forward to anything that you have. He's learning Yavamis now. And any content or material you know about Yavamis, please send them. He says, please keep your fascinating shiurim coming. He says, I meet people and start schmoozing and mention your shiurim. I would think I'm telling them something they don't know about. Some of them, even chasidish shayyidin, that I didn't think have access. Right away, they say, I love them. Fascinating. And one more, somebody else writes, he says, I love every word you say. He says, I gained so much from your lectures. He even collects your interesting sources in OneNote. So he could look them up and file everything away. Thank you again for your lectures and responses. So everything that's said here, I second and thank you very, very much. I'm sure there's a lot of preparation that goes into any one of these Urim. And again, anybody who wants to sponsor any of the episodes, please reach out to myself. M at ou.org. And again, any questions, comments, suggestions, send either myself or eliezerbrot at gmail.com. With that introduction, okay, so jump right in. Tell us about Zeroyim. Zeroyim is a Seder in the Shishas of the Mishnah, which is not learned as much as, by far, as much as the other stardom. It doesn't even have Shas Bavli. So take us back to the beginning.
1: Okay, so I feel that in, when, in order to fully, fully appreciate on some level the Derech HaMun of we have to move back to zooming out to Seder Ram Bakal. And with this, we'll have a better understanding what makes his work so unique, so special. Basically like this. Zeram was not Halakha so st- that was a reason that some suggested that it wasn't learned so much over the years, and that's why there's no Bavli on Zerach. But if that's the case, why is there Bavli on Kachim? So, it, so obviously it's not a clear. There's not a, we don't have a clear answer why there's Bavli on certain parts, Daf Yomi in other parts. But bottom line is um, this is discussed at great length by Professor Yaakov Zussman in his doctorate. But we don't have a good answer why the, why it is what it is. As a lot of the, a lot of issues relating to the Talmud as that as we have it is mysterious. But what we do know is we have um, Yerushalmi on Zran and Tesefta on Zran besides for the Mishnais. So we have very early Chiburim to help us learn, even though we don't have the Bavli. Fast forward to the times of the Rishonim. So already in the it was a, a Rishan Rabbi Yitzchak Malki Tzedek, who's, who it seems, um, from what we know, is active in the years 10, he's born in 1090 approximately, he dies approximately 1160, and he wrote a massive Chibur on Zeram. Now, this work was only first printed in the 1880s, when Shas Vilna was trying to print out um, the had um, when they were printing out the Tom ta- Bagli with all different things, so... I've mentioned in the past that they went to look for new manuscripts, and materials. This is how they added Rabbeinu Chanano, which eventually we'll discuss more, and other materials. So one of the things is they added Rimal Kitzadek on the side. So this helped. We now had an early Rishon on Zeram, because as I said, there's not, as I'm going to as I'm going to document shortly, there's not so many Rishonin on Zeram. Maissa 1975, Mechon Taman Israeli prints a, a much more expanded version of the Rimal qi and on Zeram, and one can get it today. And even though it's on the Gemara, on the side of the Gemara, but the Gemara it's incomplete. And this manuscript, these these are based on more manuscripts, There's much more text. Okay, we know besides for the Riemal a little later is the Rambam. Everyone knows the Rambam. First of all, a Parish Mishnayis. He has a Parish Mishnayis running through Zeraim, and the Aruch has tons of material. He has all the halachas of Zeraim, and this is actually what we're going to get to eventually. Kain writes his parish. Choosing the Rambam, and other people do the same. The Rambam dies in 1204, and literally in, in, around those years, we have another Rishon from the Bali at Taisfis, one of the greatest Talmudim of the Riazaki, the Rashmi Shants. And the Rashmi Shants, besides for writing Taisfis and Chiburim uh, on Taisfis on Chas, writes a massive work on Zrum, the Rashmi Shants on Zrum, and it's printed already in the early printings of the Shas in 1523 from Bamberg, and pretty much eventually it stays on the side of the Gemara. If you buy a Talmud Bavli, so when you, ha- when you get up to Zeram, you'll see on the side you have your Rashmi Shats. When is he Nifter? He's Nifter in 1214. We know this based on a document that was discovered um, a, a few in recent years. Professor Tashma pr- printed it, and we know exactly when he died, which is 1214. Where does he die in Eretz Yisrael. Some people even tie that the reason why this Rishan wrote an extensive Heber on Zeran was because he knew he was going to Eretz Yisrael. And at that time, it seems there's even a legend brought down in, in, in certain farms Sheven Miyyuda. Actually, I'm not sure if it's Sheven Miyyuda or Shashal Sakabala um, brings down that um, 300 Rabbanim went to Eretz Yisrael in those years. One of them, we now we don't know if 300 actually went or what the levels of all 300, but we definitely do know that the Rashmi Shantz ends up in Eretz Yisrael, and he dies there in 1214. All this has been discussed at length in a beautiful article from Professor Ephraim Karnifogel. Now, um, the Rashmi Shantz was also into Tyrus, we and have, we have his parish on Tyrus, and even as a very recent, the past few years, discoveries of more pieces of his and oils have been found, and it came out as a work. Not only is the Rashmi Shantz a region that made a Eretz Yisrael, and writes a fever relating to Zraim. We have at the same time the Sefer truma also one of the great Baal Yata- Also a Balaitis from the Balaitis writes a halachic work, Sefer Chumah, and it's based on the same document that I quoted earlier from Tashma. We know that he dies in Eretz Yisrael in 1211. So in his Sefer truma he has a section called Hilchas Eretz Yisrael, and it also has in it Hilchas Eretz Yisrael. It would seem that um, a motive behind writing it was because it was going to be actually that he was going to Eretz and he wanted to be prepared um, about Eretz Anyway, the Sefer Chuma has been discussed a lot recently in a beautiful book, for Atar Zakenim, from Professor Simcha Emanuel. And a Talmud of his, um, Yael, Rabbi Yael Freeman, put out a lot of work on the Sefer Chuma and he reprinted the parts of the Hilchas Eretz based on all the manuscripts and one could see um, the significance of it, but what's important is here we have Vishayim that actually came to Eretz Yisrael, and they lived there. For, we're not sure how many years, and they had some type of they. We have it t- till today, some type of chibur on Eretz Yisrael from the Sefer Trumas, and we and Rash so We have a mamish of thorough Parish on Mishnah Yisrael. Okay, the story continues with the Sefer Kafter V'Ferach. Now the Sefer Kaftar V'Ferach, based on dates inside the Burk book book. We could date it. It seems that it was finished in 1322. Now, this Sefer is a game changer for areas of Eretz Yisrael. Basically, it's 60 chapters, which has it in everything and anything that's related to Eretz Yisrael. plant, but not only ha geography, um, plants. He, he basically toured most of Eretz Yisrael. It seems he was Isaac in the Gvulas of Eretz Yisrael, the Kvarim of Eretz Yisrael, and also Hilchazram, the Eretz he had an incredible library. We have no idea how he had so many svarim. It's a, it's a mystery. And it's a beyond impressive work, these 60 chapters. The Gedele the, the in such as the Beis Yosef, the Mabit, especially the Radvaz, they have it, the Rabaz brings it down, they had it, and the Rabaz brings it down many times. The Rama also quotes it sometimes. But Lema'isa, be that as it may, was still considered rare. Um, it's first printed in 1548, and it's not even clear who exactly, we know a little bit, who is Rabea more possibly, and, but it's still, it's, it's a mis- the, the work is a mystery. We All we do know is that he literally was in Ar- every part of Israel, and he lived there, and we have information about Yisrael Ar- at that time, which is also very rare. Um, it's printed in 1548, and then it goes, it takes a bunch of years, till 1851 is when it's next printed again, and then in 1897, and then in ours, in the 1900s, it's been, been printed a few times, um, sometimes with extensive beer, one of those biurin, um one beer that was written on it was from the great Rabbi Yehoshua Perlem. an incredible, incredible beer similar to his famous beer on the rasag of Rabbi Sadly, he did complete the work, but only a small percentage survived, and that percentage is a quite a few hundred pages. So, if the it's a shame, it seems that what happened was after his Nifter was sent back to Europe, and this was in the beginning of World War II, and it got lost. It's a it's a it's a it's a mystery and a very sad mystery. But the actual Sefer was printed by Meister of Cook, and what we do have is incredible, and it's only on a few prakim of the Kafka affair Anyway, fast forward, uh, um, many years later, and M- the Mechon... Which I guess, for practical purposes, headed by Rufrati puts out the th- three massive volumes. Beautiful volumes that are available on Hebrew books today, um, uh, based on the manuscripts, with a beer, with a bunch of chapters in the back explaining all different things. And and it could be that we will get to some aspects in the Capital of Ferach dealing with Ruchan Kaniowski in other um, episodes relating to the Darke But just but just as Kedai to mention it now. And besides, for this. Um, this very sophisticated edition from Rabbi Frati's uh a, there was also even recently a Kenes uh, um where they had a bunch of lectures from all different people people fascinated about this Kapital of and they and it was printed as a book also. Um okay I can the Rishinim what there is on Zran. But pretty much besides for this there's not there's not too much. There's no Ritvas what we used to Ritva Rajgaram Bands and all the many others for him. there's not really too much out there. Okay. So the question is, so when did it become a topic? So I thought um, that in the times of the Beis Yisuf, when there was a lot of Yidin, and Beis Yisuf is one of them, living in Tzvas, and there was a big Jewish community there, we know a lot about this Jewish community, that then it would become a big topic, and there would be some chiburim already then written about mitzvahs at Bards. Anyway, there are some truths written at the time. Some of them you could see in Meir Daniyo's work on, on the Beis Yisif called Yisif Some of them relate to Shemitah from Boaz Hutter in his book, his excellent work on Shemitah. But pretty much, there's not a work as far as I, maybe a manuscript, but I'm not, I don't think there is a work that specifically deals with Mitzvah Tully's parts. And it's strange. However, in the times of the Beis Yisif, in, the, um, in Svas, there was a Yid, also from the Gerish Svarad. Rash Sirlef, and he wrote a massive work on Yushalmi Zron. And um, he's the subject of a, a whole doctorate. And Batal Dablitsky wrote a whole, in, in a recent issue of Munagnozim from Mechonahabat Shalom, made a discovery of some more materials of his. He also wrote a very nice introduction about the Rash Sirlef. Anyway, he wrote intense, the Iyundika Pirish on Yushalmi, a most of Yushalmi Zron. He's even Oysik and Gersais, which they also deal with. And it's in the times of the Beis Yisif, and Beis Yisif saw it. It seems he used it sometimes. And Shimon which is also contemporary, also used it sometimes. Okay, but sadly, this massive work was not printed. This massive saviad seems to have gone to the hands of the Chidah at one point, and some others. Um, they trace it. They know pretty, They know some of the stops where this manuscript went. And in 1875, the famous Marcus Lehman, who to us is famous for writing a bunch of novels, but he was also a Chashe who wrote Svarim prints from manuscript, the Rash Sirlef on Baruchus. This is in 1875. But Zeroyim, the rest of Zeroyim is not printed. And That's we'll right. get to when it gets printed because it only gets printed in, starting in the, in the 1930s. Okay, but we'll return to that soon. Anyway, so so here we're bringing it up to the Tkuf of the Beis Yosef and people living in Eretz Yisrael in Tzmas and we don't see them writing or publishing Maybe they wrote, but we don't have complete works of emitsis at of art. Okay. Anyway, um, looking around, I see in 1735, um, one of the chasses that was published at the time, um, I, I think it was in a Shast, they, they printed it as a separate volume, but it could be it was related to a Shast. They found in the library of David Oppenheim, um, the Rush also had some type of parish on run. seems to be a Kitzer of the Rashmachand, and was printed in 1735. Today, it's found, uh, um, that eventually was printed on the si- in the Vilna Gemaras and they have more manuscripts and some parts of it was printed. Okay, but, so, but, the, but the question remains, this is getting us into the 1730s. Is there any point that all of a sudden Zrum becomes a big thing? I would have thought in the Times of the Basia, but from what I see, and I, if someone could point me to many sources, I would love to see them. I'm not... I, I can't... I'm, this is all new to me. I, I will confess I'm learning this for the first time as I'm going through these topics with Vakhan Kanievsky. Um, so I think that it starts with the Vilna Gawin, But And this is and the, my reasons is as follows. Basically, the Vilna Gawin was one of the people that we know where he goes full-fledged to learn Kol and what it means, Kol means from beginning to end, not just Talmud Bavli, means Madrashe Hazal, Yerushalmi, Tsefte. We have... Um, shiurim or notes of the Gra on Gan's Mishnai's is It's found in the Mishnah, standard Mishnah Yisroch and Abayis, and there are other, there's other mishnayos of it. And these were, it seems to be shiurim of that the Vilna Gaon gave to. Now, how many Talmidim he really did have, um, or what it is, if he if he wrote it, a Talmud wrote it. These are discussions beyond the scope. But we have the Vilna Gaon going through his Zram. We have on Yushalmi, um, we have his notes on Yushalmi. And we even have, today, incredible discoveries in private collection, the Yerushalmi with the Haggai's of the Gra, And this has been the subject of recent work from Yadidya Frankel and Ruzalman Koren. They've published their works in various journals, such as Yeshurin and academic journals also. And they put out only on Yerushalmi Bikurim, where they show through unbelievable work the significance of every Tag a Tag, of a line, what the Gra means. It's, it's incredible to see. Um, what they what they what they what they're doing in it? Showing after one has a havana of the sugya, very clear. And the Rishalmi, if they're related the and whatever, all the materials to see what the Graz is doing from like four little dashes. It's 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 mind boggling. He's given many shiurim about this also, and he only due to lack of funds, he's only put out Yushalmi Bikurim, and then we have the Teisefta. We have the the Gras and Teisefta also Chibur not not really, not really Now there were. People such as the Chasid David did write about Zrum, but again, it didn't have such widespread. Um, so, I'm claiming is that the Vilna Goyen, if I want to try to pinpoint a period of time or something that this Zrum is in, is, that Zerun gets somewhere. Now, I'm not claiming that the Vilna Goyen had a massive yeshiva. I'm not claiming that this has to relate to that he has Talmudim going to Eretz tons of Talmudim. He did have some Talmudim, We'll get to shortly that are in Eretz Yisrael and they're also learning Hilchot Kli and I'm not linking this to what today very famous about if the gra and a of the Geroula and all these types of topics, which is its own um, rabbit hole, which I will not go down to for the sake of Rachmanis for everyone, um, based on new evidence that's been printed in the past few years. But the point is that the the Vilna is is and what we from what we have we have his notes his chiburim e'amishnayis, Yushalmi, and Tosefta. Okay. So now, but to go, but the question is, when does it become a halacha The whole time I'm asking, when does it become a halacha If I want to know, I'm about to make aliyah, I'm living in 1805, I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of the few people that wants to make aliyah to and I need to know basic halachas, mitzvah so What could I look at? What could I use to get um, to know the basics when I move to Eretz So the interesting thing is, someone that definitely is, relating on some level to the Vilna Gain and I will definitely not go into why and what, because that is its own series of many, um, there will be many lectures, but the Chaya Yodam Rav Ram Danzig writes a keyboard in 1812 called Sha'are Tzedek. And he publishes it in 1812. And at first, let's read the shar which was written by him, where he discusses what he's going to do. He says, Shar Aleph is about Mitzvah What I'm going to discuss, Call HaMitzvah a Baritz, V'noing Bizman Okay. Then he goes on. He says, I have a section about Arla, Klaim, Khadash Matnas, Guna and areas that are, are all over Shas and Shulchanan. Okay. Um, then he goes on, what's it based on? He, sa- he says, it's a, it's, what's the Tayelus of Malchibar? The Tayelus of Malchibar is, one could become a Baki and say to his Halacha le-Maisa, Bizman, her money In a short period of time. What's it based on? He says, the sokkum of the Rambam and the Neusek Then, certain times, I don't have shat, Um And he brings, he says, I'm using also the yushalmi and Tesefta, which we already know that they have on Zura. Then he goes, there's certain materials that the Rambam doesn't bring down for whatever reason, but where is it? It's in the Rash, which we also discuss where it comes from. The Tesefta and he, I'll use a lot. So here we see the fact that he's throwing your and Te-sefta. We see some raw-like um, um, influence anyway, he says, um, this is my chibur that, that I'm that i publishing um, and he publishes it in 1812 in the Hagdama of the Sefer he tells us a fascinating piece of information of adding to this, he says why am I doing this? so that one is that people, even people not making aliyah should know the Hilchus Eretz Yisrael just like, when, just like if you use my Chayyadam you could learn or if you are a day you could learn the Dinim B'Kitzor Okay. Then he says, and he says, interestingly, says, in two or three weeks you could be a baki bechol halach iso, and I'll be a Mazaki Rabbim. Okay. Then he says another reason why he's writing this, which links to the the, the tragedy that happened, which he records at the end of his Hayadam, where family members of his were, were killed, and he made a at that time he made a promise that if he's Zaych, he's going to go make aliya to So now he needs to know the halachas if he's going to go there. He says. He says, first he says, like this, he says that maybe just like um, the people, Revsadia, Sadia, Rev Chaim, Hirsch were able to go. Who are these people? These are Grod Talmid. Okay, we're not going to get into the Arichas, who they are. This Rav Chaim is a very good friend of his. Revsadia Sadia is the author of the Maiser Rav. And reverse. Now, then he says, and he says important sentences over here. Someone's going to go to the chutz of the melech. He doesn't know the minhagim. Someone wants to live there. That's why I am writing this one. So he's hoping that he's also going to get there and. And um, and um, he's hoping he's going to get to Eretz Yisrael, and these are some of the reasons behind it. Rechankinovsky Reb- Reb Agav, quotes the Sefer extensively. Quotes this point that I said um, this last point that if you're going to live in Eretz Yisrael and you're not going to know the thing, and you're living in the palace of the king, you're not going to know the proper halachas. Kanevsky also quotes that in his Agadma to Derechim. Okay, now. But then, some, there's another very significant um, change, ad- addition to Hilchus Eretz Yisrael, and that is from one o- another person that had to do with the Gura, although he actually, not as well known, he had much less to do with the Grah than the Chai Adam. He was a Talmud of the Gra, of, of Mamish the last year, last few months of the last year of his life, Rabbi Skrol Glover, famous Goyen Eylem, who ends up moving to Eretz Yisrael, being the head of the community in Eretz Yisrael, and one of the works that he writes is Pas Shulchan. It is simply an incredible work. Mamish, um, um, whatever he printed, is just amazing. He also, he's living in at he's moving to Eretz and he lives in Eretz so obviously it's Negei yoyn yoyn, what to do. So here also in the Hagdama, he talks about, in his Sha'ar of the first edition, which is printed in the 1830s, he says it's based on, he's printing Pilchus lekka Lechah, Shikfa, now he doesn't get to the rest. It seems that he was going to print a value too, but it seems either he didn't write it or was lost. I'm not sure. But the inside of the text is the Rambam. And then he collects a lot of material from the Rash, Rashi, Taisis, Pahag, Ramban, Raivid. And then he says, Where else do I use Taisefta and Yerushalmi? Because there there's a lot of materials and that one could get from these sources. And especially the of the in, and he says, and this he emphasized already in a shar from mi, mi maron, ha-amiti, the Rebellion the Rebellion HaMiti, the kids are, He's making a Shulchan he says, with a beer Aroch to explain the Sugyak or Base Yisrael. Um, and this is what he ends up printing, publishing, and it's been published a few times extensive, extensive um, Arichos and the Sugyas, the Bavlis, the Yushalmis, anything related possibly somehow to the Sugyas in hand. He's got it in. In his um, sefer. Now, interestingly enough, is, it, it, is, is um, the, the, the sefer has a beautiful Hagdama, um where he talks a lot about the Vilna Gain, and that's why it's been it's a very famous Hagdama that's been quoted all the time in all the different biographies about the Vilna Gain. He has all the different messiahs that he had, stuff that he himself saw. Um, but relating to this sefer, he throws in is the Chayyim So he says that the Chayyim wrote a sefer called Chariot Tzedek. But he says, so he has sort um, um, he sort of has a tain on him that it's not enough gra, um, gra he's not focusing enough on the gra. And if you look in the gra, especially in Zraim, it's unbelievable what's going on here. And uh, he also brings from the Shnois Alio that we said on Zraim that Ruchayim that Ruhayim, sorry Rukhaim Valojner. Says it's unbelievable. So so um Bekitzer says that I'm using those materials of the Vilna Gai, and he's that Gaii San Yoshalm, everything, and that is this work on on um Hilchus Eretz Yisrael. So now, if we look and we stop over here, we're holding in the 1830s, we now have finally two works, but there's two Khesrainas. The the Chayiyad, um, is very Bekitzer, and the Pashulchan doesn't is only half. So we're still stuck in the 1830s without a complete work of Mitzvah Satolyus Barthes. Okay. So this is, um, I would say, the first part of what um, gets us to um, Limud in, in, in. It gets us to the 1830s, and, and, and is, the, the story continues pretty much. There's not too much happening in Zraim in, in this century.
0: Excellent. Wow, you just spoke for almost a half an hour without me interrupting you. Um, excellent. So let's let's wrap up this part over here and we're going to come back. We're going to come back with part two. We're already holding Deeper the 1800s and as you just mentioned, there isn't a go-to handbook, so to speak, for somebody to learn and know Hilchizrayim. So stay tuned, come back, and there's a lot more interesting information coming up. Thank you.